0: Thoughts. Alan Sanderson. Ideas. Daniel Bell. People. Todd Woodbridge, not the caravan, not the tennis player. Um, some Trundle other guys. Richard McDonald. What's that plastic thing doing down uh, there? Other bullies. Shut they're, up, Renee. They're real bullies. Quiche. They're real bullies from my past. Niche. Niche's bullies. quiche. Maybe I'm a bully. I'm wondering whether I am such a petty human these days. What? Go- Hill, Simmons! Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? 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 I've had a really annoying morning. So it's, um, and real... Uh, apologies for how late this podcast is. I think it's a, it's about a week and a half. it would be ten days at least. Um, I've just been on the road and, uh, didn't take my laptop with me on a journey. Oh, there it goes! Yeah, off you go on your motorbike, mate! I oh, just, here I am! Here I am on my motorbike! You prick! Um... Yeah, I'm in a bloody, I'm in a mood. I'm in a funny mood, though. So it's funny, but I'm sh- I'm in a shitty mood, but it's funny. Um, and I haven't put the sound baffler up against the window because it is a public holiday. It's Australia Day. Oh, it's Australia... All the sausages, bloody. They sold out of sausages yesterday afternoon at my sausage place. Uh, I was very upset. And I was just thinking... And I wasn't, like, getting the sausages to celebrate Australia Day. Um, we just wanted sausages and no sausages because you want sizzling. You've got to sizzle in the name of Jap- Captain Cook. You japs eye cook. What? Um, anyway, I hope you're good. I hope you. I've had just a really frustrating morning. Frustrating. I've been trying to do this podcast all morning, and my beloved partner um, just seemed to just, just step in front of every bit of it. I kept saying, "Can I uh, have some time just to record the podcast? Because I'm a little bit late. Because uh, I've had no time to actually get my thoughts together to put it down into the podcast. And every step of the way, she just got in the way. Um, first of all, I mean, look, I've got to say this. Maybe I'm getting finicky. Um, no, I'm petty. I'm a petty man these days. I think that's something that happens with age. I really do sweat the small stuff. Just little things are starting to fucking irritate me. Um, mainly, I guess, because I don't drink. And, you know, I'm feeling that now. Just like, uh, God, my head's alive. And... I my partner comes home, she might you know have a few have a few drinks and just relax after the day. And uh, she woke up this morning. She goes, oh, there's no bread. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. We you know we don't have to eat that. We can have something else with eggs. Didn't end up cooking anything because uh, she was just hell bent on a bagel. So of course there was a massive like a two two hour round journey to fucking put a bagel inside. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been annoying. It's been annoying. And uh, the little one, Luna, the the love of my life, little Luna, she's been <laughs> at me. Um, and I'll add to that, it's, it's, it's going to be 41 degrees today. So I'm in the basement right now. I've got no fan going because I know it will um, be too loud during the podcast. So this is my little desk fan. So it's, it's re- it's, it would be 38 degrees outside right now. And I'm in a basement and it's swelteringly hot. But if I do this, listen. And then listen to the next bit. But if I want to be actually cool, it's this. I can't have that going through the podcast, can I? Can I? so I'll turn it off. And we'll just let those bogans, those bogan pricks, or the, whatever they are. Those over, I mean, boomers with too much money just driving their Harley Davidsons. Just ride, oh, it's a bloody day off, you're going to ride me Harley? Um, I am, I'm finicky and I'm hot, and I'm hot and bothered. I'm hot and, and not in a sexy way. I'm just hot and bothered. I will tell you this, I am just in my undies. This is an undies podcast, I'm just in my undies, sitting at a desk with no breeze. But we're gonna we're gonna get through this because I've got lots to tell you. Lots of things have been going on. You know, you know what? You can listen to my problems, and then it makes me feel like you don't have problems. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have massive problems. I mean, money's a problem. That's but that's life. Everyone's got money problems at the moment. Uh, money's too tough to mention. Um, you know, it's just especially in the arts. I've got. To, I mean, that's why I'm doing the sausage sizzle. Um, anyway, welcome. What am I talking about? There's way too many things in my head. It's gonna be one of those podcasts, which is good. But I always already feel like I've told you everything in four minutes, even though I haven't told you a thing. Um, yes, I'm sausage sizzling in Adelaide. It's happening. It's all happening. The Silly Billy Walk on the 17th, uh, live shows. I did my show. I did my show in Wyong. And it was, it was really great. It was really great just to put it out there. And someone at the end said, are you using us? And she was right. I am using you. I was using you to trial material to see whether it worked or not. And I gotta say, probably 80% of it worked, and I was really, really proud of that. So, thank you very much to everybody who came out in Wyong. There were some weird bits, but the weird bits were good. It's always good to do that. Um, My set piece didn't work, but it's funny, so I have faith. But um, yeah, it was really, really, it was just a really good thing to do to enable me to progress to the next level. And uh, just see what happens with it. Just see what... It's just a stupid show, this one. There's no overriding theme. Like last year, I thought I was changing the world. I thought I was doing my Nanette, my Hannah Gadsby great show that everyone would go, Oh, that's the show we've been waiting for. It's about social media and content. No one wanted it. So uh, this this year, just dumb. It's just stupid. It's called Man With A Fork In A World Full Of Soup. Um, And it's dumb. It's just really dumb, so the, the dumber the better. I did write a note this week in my phone saying, uh, make it more like a children's show, which tells you exactly uh, where I'm at in my head with it, which is joy, be a little joy boy. Joy boy. Uh, uh, I shall be uh, filming the podcast Um, as of next week which is kind of exciting so I now have a producer for the podcast not like he's in the studio with me but he will be looking at my podcast afterwards and getting bits out of it and helping me out Uh, he's a lovely guy called I don't know whether I told you this lovely fella called Tim Uh, he produces Sean and Marley so he produces Sean and Marley who are those lovely boys that have a cooking show on the internet, they just happen to be Down Syndrome. They're just a couple of fellas having fun with food, and uh, and Tim's gonna help me out with mine, which is really, really, really kind and really, really exciting. So we'll be, because f- apparently you'd like to see the face as it says the word, so that will be next week, which I'm really, really excited about. But Wyong was uh, was wonderful, it was really good. Like, um, it's a lovely little town. I just bailed straight afterwards. I don't know whether there were people waiting in the foyer to say hello, but I just took off. Because I was like, that's great. Job done. Um, Drive home. Don't get home too late. Uh, Lovely. My my lovely partner then, even though really annoying to uh, this morning, uh, had a, a, a sensational pizza waiting for me. Oh, it was very good. This might sound rank, but it was really good. I don't know where it was from either. It was a Bolognese pizza, which sounds just rank. And I think you could do a really good vegan one if you... Actually, no, you wouldn't. You could do a really good vegetarian one because corn... I think corn works quite well as a bolognese alternative. Anyway, um, it was a bolognese pizza, so it had a bechamel. So it was like a really creamy bechamel layer. And it was amazing. And the base was really crispy. It wasn't soggy at all. Ah, Perfection. So I, I very much enjoyed that and rewarded myself with some bol- a couple of slices of Bolognese pizza, which sounds rank, but that's that's which way my life's gone. Back in the olden days, I would have like sunk three bottles of Pinot Noir and gone. You're the best. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So uh, that's good. God, I'm sober, I'm so sober. It's good, but there's just moments where you're just like. Oh, I just want to escape the head. But as um, an alcoholic would say, one day at a time. So that's the thing you do, one day, if you are battling out there, um, yeah, just one day at a time. When it feels really hard, just remember you just got to get to the end of the day. You sleep deeply. That's the thing I've noticed is you sleep and you can go to sleep really early. I don't know why, just your circadian rhythms, your bloody cicada rhythms just get better and better. Um, so yeah, if you are wondering what it's like, or if you don't have a problem and you just you're able to have that one glass of wine at dinner, good on you. Um, but if you do have a problem, give it a go. I'm not preaching, absolutely not preaching. I'm not going to say that it's a, a cure all as well. Uh, I definitely get a lot more done, but I've let bat things back up for such a long time that it comes, it does become overwhelming after a while. Um, shout out, uh, shout outs and hellos to all the people who've sent me. Lots of messages over the last two weeks. I don't know what's uh, happened. I guess you guys were on holidays and you decided to send messages. I'm going to respond to you all on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Like really uh, overwhelming. I I don't know what happened. Maybe there was a, a spike in the algorithm um with the podcast and people were getting into it i don't understand but thank you thank you thank you uh and helen mcneil hello and thank you but you don't have to send me anything um and hello benjamin johnson i hope you're doing well i love you i now know uh, what area you live in so i might come and stalk you in melbourne and uh everyone else by the way i'm going to respond to all your emails in a second so um thank you very very much Uh, yes. So I have been wondering whether I'm petty. I think I might be petty. I am overthinking things, towels on the floor. I think it comes with sobriety as well, but just little things like dust, towels on the floor, like get a life mate. But I do need to, it's, it's age old um, procrastination by finding things. Sorry, I've got I'm going to have to snort. Um, I'm just going to pause it for a sec. Hang on. I, I ate a handful of walnuts before I started the podcast and, uh, they seem to be doing something weird in the back of my throat. It's the tannins. What's that weird? It's that weird little, the, the, the kind of the film, the, the brownness on a walnut. There's a certain kind of acridness to it, which is lovely. It goes well with certain things, but when you have a hand, it just does something to me. Um, to me sign apes. Uh, what was I talking about? Yes. My level of pettiness is just getting higher and higher. I mean, I'm still medicated. I'm definitely not doing my ADHD medication anymore because it makes me way too focused um, in, a, in a bad way. Like I'll just be hanging on the end of a boring story uh, going, and then what happened? But um, yeah, just, just like stuff like someone in our block of flats left a suitcase in the hallway, just an empty one. And obviously they've been overseas and I've worked out they probably borrowed someone's suitcase and we're just leaving it near the front door. Uh, for someone to pick up at some point, which is fine. It was big, but I just didn't like it. I kept looking at it going, oh, that looks really bad when you walk in. It's just a suitcase there. And I'm actually, oh, geez, what's going on here? I don't know why, but it was annoying me too much. And I sent out a message like a like a real, like an anal retentive fella. Um, anyway, so it, just little things like that. Like, or people just give me a weird look. Like they'll look at me weird and I'll be like, what are you looking at, mate? Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm pent up. I am pent I think it's because... I've got a lot of things about to happen in February. so okay it's a combination of things. It's poverty combined with um, uh, a lot riding on the next month in terms of uh, getting a new live show out there and wanting lots of people to come along because I'm doing a full month in Adelaide, investing what little money I do have into a sausage bloody into a sausage bloody uh, mission. No, what am I doing there? And a sausage enterprise is what I was trying to say. And all the logistics that go with the sausages, and realising, oh, this is going to cost a lot more money than I thought. So, sausage logistics, new show, um, mortgage, you know, car repayments, all this stuff just being pent up, uh, little girls returning to school, all these things just adding up. Then, if someone looks at me a little bit weird at the supermarket, I'm like, what's his problem? Uh, people putting things in the wrong place, my poor partner. God, what she's putting up with. Like if she puts a, bloody, a plate wrong in the kitchen. What are you doing there? Bloody winks it. Push the crust off. Open the bin. Put the crust off. Don't just put the bloody crust on. Don't put the bloody plate on the sink with the crust on. Put the crust off. Um, put the lid back on. Put the lid. But don't put the towel on the floor. Being annoyed on a bus the other day about someone sneezing. What is going on? I don't know what is going Am I going into manopause? which is the thing. I, I've caught up with a friend in, in Melbourne. She was telling me about perimenopause and I was like, oh man, maybe I'm going through something. But then again, that's me thinking about me and not thinking about her. Like you're going through that. Why am I never bringing this onto me? Like, I oh, know I've got things wrong with me as well. My mother-in-law does that, by the way. Whenever you go over there and go, oh look, you know, I broke my leg. She'll be like, oh, I remember when I broke my leg. Actually, my nose hurts right now. You're like, shut up. Uh, let me have a thing. So anyway, look, I think I'm becoming petty. I'm becoming petty. I'm getting weird about things, little things, finicky things. Like even now, like it's like having ultra focus, and looking in my little studio here, and I can see dust everywhere, and it makes it's making me angry. Um, it's making me so angry. Now I'm going to have to stop this fucking podcast. No, I'm not. Uh, what I'm going to do for you now, though, because I've been rambling, uh, I'm going to play you something fun. Play you something fun. You can stick it in your bum. Um, here's some bum fun for you. Oh, yeah, crumb bum. Ah, oh, yeah, crumb bum. What are you doing, You yeah little crumb bum? Uh, You're a crumb. You filthy little crumb. Crumb's good, isn't it? Or feeling crummy. That's right. I used to say that on Triple J all the time. I'm feeling crummy. Anyway, I'm not feeling crummy. I'm just a little bit... uh, I'm I'm fixated on things uh, beyond my control, which is pointless. Absolutely pointless. Anyway, I'm going to uh, have a glass of water and uh, swallow down the tannin from this walnut, and I'll be back with you on the other side of this. Tonight on ABC4. I'm a woman, I have emotions, and I'm an artist. Lady slapping a trout on the side of an esky, an exploration into women. Tonight at 8.30 on ABC4. Uh, To the lovely lady in the front row at my gig in Wyong, I was asking if people had problems, which I think will be a theme in the show, just for a little bit of audience interaction, because I do love it. I do love just talking to people in the audience and uh, I think you seem to love it because you're like, all right, this is immediate and right now he's talking to us Uh, and it's not just a show, just, you know, shouted at you. So I spoke to someone and she had a legitimate problem about a rental property that she was being evicted from um, because they wanted to move back in or sell it or something. And uh, I just, I felt really bad for her. And I knew there was some rental clause that you can't actually evict someone. Um, But anyway, look, I, I was, to whoever you are, Um lovely lady, uh long blonde hair with uh spectacles. I I see you and I appreciate you and um I hope you're doing okay now. Um if you are if you are desperate and it's just you, you can come and sleep downstairs at my place, that's absolutely fine. Only for a couple of nights, but you know, hey, the offer is genuine and it is there. Don't someone weird take up that because I remember what the lady looks like, so you can't fake it. Um I remember. Um, anyway, I hope you I hope you found something or I hope things are going better for you because that sounded really annoying. Also, at one point in the show, I pointed you out for something as a joke, as a punchline. I am sorry about that, but I imagine you would have seen the humour in it. Um, yes, yeah, so thank you to everyone in the Wyong audience. Bevan as well. I remember you, Bevan. You're very you're such a great laugh, Bevan. Um, Also, I accused you of being a boomer at one point during a bit that I was talking about boomers and I accidentally said your name and I didn't mean to say it because I was meant to say Wayne, but Wayne and Bevan are kind of kindred souls in the, um, I guess, in the central coast pantheon 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 of, uh, of, I guess, boganic names of a boganic nature. Um, anyhow, uh, it was, yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Thank you, Wyong. Thank you, Wyong. And thank you to the Wyong Arts House. A wonderful venue. Great people. And to my technicians, you were great. Anyway, as if they're going to be listening in. What am I talking? What am I doing? What is wrong with me? Um, speaking of people I won't give shout outs to, uh, Taronga Zoo, the Roar and Snore program. Jesus Christ. It was all right. I mean, we met there on a, a, a night of torrential rain and I'm very glad we got to go and I'm very, we're very lucky. Um, and I thank my mother-in-law for giving me, uh, for giving us the, the the tickets to go along to it because they were very expensive. It's massively cost prohibitive. Is the raw and snore program for people who uh, aren't lucky enough to be able to afford it? I could never afford it, but uh, it was a gift, and I really loved it. I really loved it, but there were issues. The issues were that it's bloody too bloody expensive. Oh my goodness! Can't they just give away? Can't five tickets be really cheap for poor people or something? It just felt a bit... I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. That cost and what you got. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was lovely sleeping in a tent at the zoo. Torrential rain. It pelted down. Luna adored being in the tent. I think that that sadly, when I think about the whole experience and think about what she saw and what she did, the the highlight for her was the tent. and, And which is like most kids, you know, when they get the packaging On a toy they just want to play with the the box i guess it was a bit like that she was more enthralled with sleeping in a tent in torrential rain than she was the actual experience of uh of meeting animals we didn't really meet animals though. It was uh too much rain and that's fair enough i understand it as a former zoo employee i get it and uh even though they they were lovely and they kept trying to talk up the experience like oh you're lucky it's raining like, no i know for a fact we're not lucky because it's raining um, but yeah, the giraffe bit in the morning was quite good. The seal bit was uh, pretty good too. But yeah, on, on, the, foot, the look, I've just got to say, this is the only thing I'm going to whinge about to them. If, if they, anybody was to hear it at Taronga and go, how can we make our experience better? It was one of the worst, without a doubt, considering the money you've paid for it. I'm not going to say how much was paid for it. It was a lot. A lot. The food was phenomenally awful oh my god they were going for some african african theme uh, one one dish was like bleh, it was like gray pork mince with like um scrambled egg on top it was one of the worst i don't even know what i don't know what country what pu- country in africa that is oh my god it was really rank um so we went to bed hungry which um that's not good when you're paying that much for an experience but i uh, god i'm just one bloody whinging here aren't i He's bloody win. He's going for it. He's going for their jugular. Um, so, yeah, look, it's a, there was a four out of ten experience, I've got to say. Four out of ten at best. Um, tent, great. Sleeping in the rain, fantastic. But, you know, you could just recreate that at home. Just sleep in a tent out the back and put the sprinkler on. Um, Would have got the same experience for bloody one one hundredth of the price. If you can work out the maths on that, you'll work out how much uh, was actually spent. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, that's what it was. And, it, look yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know how to uh, i was very excited and my expectations weren't that high but it was just a bit nah yeah you know and it felt a little bit it's a bit disney it was a bit fake Did you wanted some realness in there i remember my old experiences there because i used to be a host of raw and and zoo snooze in melbourne at melbourne zoo we had some wild experiences and the behind the scenes stuff was incredible like with slow lorises and i've told you in the past about these about the masturbating slow losses and um the indigenous group we had through and a, one of the kids pulled a, a, a wild possum out of the tree and said can we look it? um and i was like no we probably can't but i thought to myself maybe we should uh but yeah just i guess on the whole the experience was very very different maybe it's because i was involved and i am self-centered but it was uh it was different and it was more fun and there was better things, and it just didn't feel so, I don't know, not as good. Um, but yeah, four out of 10, 3 out of 3.5 to 4 out of 10. That's, that's how I bloody rate that one, mate. That's how I'd rate it. Yeah, yeah. Um... There was also an ultimate, there was a wonderful ultimate Bogan family on there though, but I was into them. They didn't really understand the etiquette of a buffet. It was just like, come on, let the little kids in first, they get to eat because they're really hungry and they've got little legs, they've been walking around. But there was a bit of a Bogan family there with like teenagers and they had no idea, just like stacking their, f- their plates way high with awful food by the way. So yeah, more, more power to you. Um, but they were actually quite, they were really lovely at first. That's the kind of thing as a petty person, owning myself as a petty man these days, that's the kind of thing that would annoy me, but they were kind of sweethearts. So I was like, okay, they just don't know the bloody rules. And they've obviously, they'd saved up a lot of money to do this experience. Um, and I hope it was worth it for them. I really do. Maybe I've, I'm, um. I've, I've been spoiled in the past with animal encounters and stuff like that. So maybe it's a great experience and I just didn't realise that. But I don't think it was a great experience because I know, Oh oh bum, bum. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, there you go. I mean, look, there was good. I mean, look, hey, what was good? We didn't even catch the ferry over there. Oh, by the way, my daughter's birthday, Luna Park, Luna Park, we're going off to Luna Park, which is really cute because I think it's going to be on a Luna... Um, a heavy lunar day, which I don't even know what that means. Someone said to me, but her name's of course her name's Luna, and we're going to Luna Park. Oh, it's going to be so fun, but it's also going to be fr- uh, frantic as well. Like we've already had a couple of people pull out on um, coming to the um, to Luna Park for the experience. Um, it was the I was going to say the owner of twins, the, the mother of twins. <laughs> Of twin girls going look I've tried that experience in theme parks before it's a nightmare so we're not going to do it and I was like okay fair enough but everyone else is coming so it's going to be uh, I hope it's going to be fun I'm going to bring an ice cream cake like a, a proper one from Coles that's all I'm doing a Coles ice cream cake and they can have a whole lot of crap at Luna Park and they can go on the rides if they can I think most parents are coming as well with their kids so I don't have to look after 10 um six-year-olds uh by myself at Luna Park which would be an absolute nightmare even though not my partner's going to be there that doesn't count <laughs> um and it's not me slagging on it it's just more that um when she's got a weekend it's her weekend it's my bloody weekend mate I'm not doing anything all right fair enough I'm sorry can I get you a bagel oh, I'm so sorry madam is there no baked goods in the house when you wake up on Australia Day Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's go get it. Should we get a bagel? Let's stop the whole day for your fucking bagel. We'll go get the bagel. Um, don't get in. Yeah, basically, don't get in the way of. Um, and then she ate the bagel like um, the queen in the favorite. Remember when she was eating cake and vomiting it up into a jug. Anyway, I'm, I'm just saying that because we watched the favorite together last night. Got a mean. I'm being so mean. You're a meanie, mate. Stop being. A, I'm not actually a meanie. I'm a nice guy, but I do get just little things. Just really bloody. Uh, anyway, this, this shouldn't be the theme of the podcast, but it's the theme. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, I've got more to tell you as well. Like way, uh, there's, uh, there's stuff, there's stuff going on. So I've been regional, uh, I went to Victoria. This has been the main thing I've been doing last week. It's why the podcast wasn't in your ear holes earlier. Uh, I went in search of my Aboriginal ancestry with, uh, with my brother, but my brother then pulled out um, last minute on the main part of the journey and just came for one part and a piece of information that I'll just say, I'm going to say it out loud, he fucking should have got, but he didn't. Um, so I went on, it was kind of like a bit of a fruitless journey. So I've spent a lot of money to fly down to uh, to Melbourne, then to head out to Horsham to go to the Goolum, Goolum um Aboriginal, uh, Abor- Aboriginal Trust, I believe it is, uh, to, to meet with people to talk about the Ebenezer Mission and where my family comes from. They had no idea what I was talking about when I got there and I was treated like a third class citizen, but that's okay because people said no to them in the vote and anybody who looks vaguely white looks like a bit of an enemy when they walk in there and that's fair enough. So I took that all on board and I just went, yep, great, that was a great trip to Horsham, fuck off. Um, So we found out really nothing, uh, maybe pointing toward the fact that wherever my great grandmother came from it was it looks like it was possibly narunga in south australia so the journey continues i will go to the adelaide fringe and in my time off there i will travel and meet with uh, some narunga elders and try to piece together the mystery of what happened to my family in the ebenezer mission um so yeah that's pretty much all i have to report on that is that we still don't know anything um and it was an overwhelmingly uh, negative experience. Actually, heading off to Ghoulam Ghoulam, but that's okay. They got a piece of free artwork that my brother made. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't have much more to say about that because I wouldn't really wouldn't wouldn't want to uh, be a, a meanie once again. God, this, I mean, it's not a negative podcast. This one is it? Is it negative? I don't think it's negative. I mean, you know, you just want to wake up and not have to go on a two hour round trip journey to get a fucking bagel. But um, yes, it was it was really hard. My indigenous odyssey was difficult, but Luna was a little trooper and came with me the whole way. And she was wonderful. I've actually written out the itinerary here. So this was our our indigenous odyssey. It started um, on Monday morning at 6 a.m. Uber, plane, so uh, Uber, airport. Fly through the sky, get on the sky bus in Melbourne, train, 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 um, yep, three trains, Bendigo, Bendigo train, train back to Melbourne, Melbourne train, stay at my dear friend Max's house, which was lovely by the way, uh, stay at Max's, then, tra- no, then Uber, Uber to the station, then train, then long, long, long bus all the way to Horsham, go to Horsham. Uh, get massively disappointed by the uh, by the indigenous community up there because they couldn't be bothered. That's fine. Um, went for an incredible swim at the Horsham Community Centre. Amazing. It was ice cold. I'm used to the human soup of a Sydney pool, and it was just like diving into a glass of ice water on a 35 degree day. Uh, go back to motel which I paid through the nose for. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Oh, not before I'm um, going to the the pub for a counter meal. Um, sleep, sleep, sleep. Wake up 5am. Uh, bus, long bus ride. Ararat. Train, 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 train. train. Uh, visit Collingwood. Go into my management and have a chat to them and present my child to them. Like, hey, by the way, get me some work. Keep on top of my work, people. You, you've got to help feed this child. Um, not really guilt tripping them into it because they're lovely bloody people, but you know, hey, look at her, she's malnourished. Dad needs a voiceover gig. Um, and then train, Skybus, plane, Uber, home. It was it was a journey, a lot of journey for not much reward. I gotta say, not much reward. Uh, uh, but that's okay. Maybe one more bit of information. So we're waiting on someone uh, in Bendigo, apparently. This is the work that should have been done before I got there, by the way. I'm not pointing toward anybody in my family whatsoever, not my brother. It's not like he had to do this, it's the one fucking thing. Um, but apparently, uh, Auntie Iris knows something. So there's an Auntie Iris somewhere in Bendigo with a pivotal bit of information, which is a name and uh, possibly a picture as well that links the whole thing together. So that's basically the missing jigsaw piece. You're putting the jigsaw together and it's just like a little bit of cloud is missing. You're like, oh, fuck. So that was, that was the experience for me. It was like a, a giant jigsaw. The final piece is there. It's just a piece of cloud and you're going to put it there. It's like, oh, no, it's not there. Ah, oh, yeah, fucked it. And, you know, I could look at the whole picture and go, I could imagine what that bit of cloud would look like, but it won't give me the same satisfaction as finishing the jigsaw. My indigenous jigsaw, my in jigsaw, it's an in jigsaw. Yes. Uh, okay. So yeah, that that's what it was. It was, and my little girl was a little trooper all the way through there. I didn't realize Family Guy was rated M. I just thought it was a cartoon. I didn't realize the theme, so I showed her something, and she learned about conjoined twins. So most of the uh, most of the journey, my memories of going to Horsham and uh, Regional Victoria, surround me having to show my my daughter a picture of of conjoined twins, Siamese twins, Siamese cats. I think you can't say Siamese anymore because it's offensive, but um. It sounds definitely more exotic than conjoined. I mean, if, you're, if you are a conjoined twin, uh, send me a message and let me know. Are you offended by being uh, referred to as a Siamese twin? Um, I don't think Siam even exists anymore. Of course, well, no, it doesn't. It's Thailand. Uh, as to why they were Siamese twins, um, I do not know. I don't even know whether a Siamese cat comes from Thailand. Anyway, if you are conjoined, uh, send us a message. Or well, both send it individually or both uh, at the same time. Both of you send me a message if you are conjoined and let me know whether you are offended by uh, being termed Siamese. Okay, all right. I'm going to play you something now. As This uh, this B-54 jet just soars over our heads in Marrickville, Sydney, New South Wales, and I'll be back with you in a minute. hey Ominous, Ominous Pine Pinecone. Cone. Ominous Pinecone it's a bit sad it's a little bit sad did you get really sad because you shouldn't get sad if you did get sad well i think that's pretty bad some people might think that you might be a bad sad um yeah i did look the, the the point of going back to melbourne uh not just for the indigenous stuff but also to i caught up with a couple of friends which was lovely so i saw my friend max he's the uh the guy i've referred to in my uh in the past as the love of my life um beyond my my partner and my little girl Uh, who's just turned 50-year-old Jewish man um, and his lovely partner, Melanie, who is German and is very, very... She she cares so much. I have made your bed for you, Samuel. I hope you sleep so well. And there is some bread and a banana waiting on the shelf if you'd like Luna to have a banana before bed. She's such a sweet person. Um, I think I've told you about this in the podcast before, but I'll tell you again. When she stayed at our house... Um, the toaster was on the number one setting. So the volume of the toast was on number one, which is the lighter shade of toast. And I don't know why it was. I think it was just, uh, just to heat something up a little bit. I can't remember what it was. It was on one though. And she put some toast. She's, she said to my partner, excuse me, Rosalind, can I have some toast? And I was like, yeah, help yourself. And she put it in and the toaster only went to one. (laughs) and Didn't toast it properly. But I think she was too embarrassed to toast it again, so she just had some some slightly wood-look, warm tushed, and ate that and didn't want to make a complaint. Um, type of lovely person that was, I, I, I imagine, too scared to shower, as I've uh, explained this before, in case she wore off any of the enamel in the bathtub. I didn't want to take a shower in case any enamel came off in the bathtub. Uh, lovely person, so um, thank you for having us for the night because was the Australian Open was on so everything was ludicrously priced when it came to accommodation. Ugh, it was awful. So I did. I, I, um, I lent on the kindness of strangers and except in Horsham where I got a motel which was uh, way overpriced and not really worth the experience. Also, bloody gave me one of those code key doors where they gave you a key. I still remember the bloody code because it took me that many times to prove to her that it didn't fucking work. It was double seven eight seven hash. So she's giving me the code. By the way, if you it, what's it called, the Continental or something in Horsham, room sixteen apparently is double seven eight seven. So if you want to go ransack it, off you go. Um, so double seven eight seven hash three times. I did it before she was convinced it didn't work to give me a card. And it's a thirty-five degree day walking across a motel car park. Fuck. Um, what am I talking about? Uh, yes. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, yes. I also got to it, catch up with a dear old friend, Annie, um, who's got a little girl who Luna grew up with. And it was so sweet watching those little girls play together because they were babies together. They're baby friends. And they haven't seen each other for at least a year and a half. And it was just like little old mates. They just got back together and they played and mucked around and had a little fight. They were gorgeous. It was really, really sweet. So that was um, that was amazing. Uh, that was amazing to see those two together and also her to catch up with Annie. Um, this, is, I mean, what is this podcast? I'm just telling you personal stuff about catching up with friends that you have no idea who they are. And that's fine. Um, I wouldn't even imagine Annie would listen to this podcast. Uh, anyway, nice person. Nice person. And she told me all about a board game she's been getting into called Catan or Catan, which is about pioneers. <laughs> and it made me laugh. And I was thinking, fuck, you're a dork now, aren't you? with your board games, playing Pioneers and setting up. But apparently it's, it's swept the world by... Um, swept the world by bloody... Uh, with what, what does it mean? It swept the world like a bloody tsunami of boor- of darkness. But uh, everybody's playing Catan or Catan or something where you have to uh, be pioneers and set up... I don't even know how you play it, but I, I mentioned it to my partner and she was like, yeah, that sounds great, I'd love to do that. And I was like, ah, oh, no. I uh, oh, also had a very strange moment uh, with a mirror. Um, a mirror in my motel in Horsham where I could see my little muffin tops and it made me all self-conscious and stuff. I could see it was really weirdly set-up motel. There were mirrors in places that there shouldn't have been mirrors and I got out of the shower and I was like, who's that fucker? And I looked around and I was like, "I was me with my little muffin tops. I was like, oh my God, I've still got a cute bum. I've got to say, my bum's still cute. Uh, but my little muffin tops, I didn't like them because, you know, I don't drink anymore and I don't really eat that much but I've still got little muffin tops. I don't like my little muffin tops. They're the little cuties though. Look at his little blueberry muffin top, you little muffin-ass little bastard. Uh, anyway, I was, I was embarrassed. Um, yeah, and the other thing I was impressed by, and this was last week going to daycare, is that my little girl doesn't have a nasty streak. Um, I don't know whether I mentioned this last time on the podcast. It feels vaguely familiar, but... Um, yeah, I did mention it. Yeah, anyway, doesn't so fucking get rid of that. You don't even need to. So if you if, if you didn't hear last week and so you're listening to this for the first time, I've got a little girl who, doesn't, who isn't nasty, and that's nice, because some little girls just come with sass and a little bit of uh 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 uh, uh, uh girls. You guys are big just like hypersexualized uh, little children already. It's like, "Oh, fuck, really? Are we doing this already?" Um yeah, so uh Yeah, I'm glad. I've got a nice girl. Um, Okay, so, right, the next step. The next step on the journey is sausages. So I'm doing all the sausage logistics. Uh, It's been amazing the help I've got. So Cindy Sin has given me the design. Uh, He's a guy who you may have seen all over uh, Newtown and the Inner West. Uh, Actually, worldwide, his stuff is out there now, his graphic arts. And he has designed uh, my Sausage Sizzle um my sam's silly sausage sizzle font and my sam's silly silly sausage sizzle mascot which is a little tiny little me little chubby little me i mean a lot fatter than what i actually am just sizzling sausages and It's really really cute and i've also rowan at scrimworks has come to the party and it's helping me set up uh, all the signage which is just amazing so i'm going to get there and it's going to look slick Uh, I still haven't nailed my sausage manufacturer, my sausage people in Adelaide, but that will happen. That's fine. My Japanese uh, vegan potato salad sandwiches, that's happening. That's all me, by the way. But you will see me at the Garden of Unearthed Lights on the media launch night. I think that's on the 15th. I will be there sizzling sausages uh for people so i'll be sizzling that night friday night i'm not going to be doing it because i should get my live show ready that's more important and then saturday sunday in the garden i'm going to be sizzling sausages sizzling sausages sizzling sausages yeah Uh, i'm going to be staying in a uh a little service department uh in the east end of uh adelaide which i will be uh pre pre uh pre-doing all the onions there i imagine to take them along just to save some time it's really it's a bloody work it's the sausage logistics the suggestics of uh, running a sausage sizzle, I'm really, I'm actually really excited by it. And I'm mean, i excited also because I guess I'm so sober, I can just focus on this stuff. So I'm like, alright, get it right, your show, just think about your show at certain points, get your podcast, I just, you've got to get your head right. I mean, it's not like it's a real job, but I am trying really hard. So hopefully uh, this will work out really well. And then um, through advertising the sausages, lots of people turn up to the, uh, the Silly Billy Walk in Adelaide and uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. I hope I survive with my little muffin tops and whatnot. Mm, yeah, time for a muffin break. Uh, not so many of those around anymore. There was a good muffin I remember at muffin break. It had a weird yogurt cream cheese nub on top. And it was quite delicious. In fact, that's the one thing I learned about when you're making a carrot cake. Grate an apple into it. If, you, if you're making a carrot cake, grate, grate an apple into the carrot cake mix. And it makes it extra moist and extra sweet. It's always got to be a tart, crisp Granny Smith. You can't refer to a Granny uh, a Granny Smith without saying tart or crisp. Mm, or cake is moist. Similar thing. Anyway, okay. I'm going to get into some. Uh, I'm going to do some messages soon, and then we're going to do a thinky topic for this week. Thinky, thinky, me pizza. Stinky, and they are actually because it's sweaty down here. I'm sitting on a swivel chair on a on a uh, on a beach towel, uh, sweating through me underpants and me bloody moist balls. Uh, what am I talking about? I don't know, but I'll speak to you in a minute. Just stick it in your problem, problem hole. Dear Sam, some kids at school keep picking on me. What should I do? My name's Vincent from Wonturner. Dear Phil, I reckon you should ladle out some classic Sweet Street justice. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, street justice. Sweet, sweet, sweet street justice. Sweet, sweet, sweet street justice. Sweet, 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 street, justice. Sweet, 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 street justice. What the fuck, mate? That's terrible advice. My name's not even Phil. Just stick it in your problem hole. One slice of Devon. One slice of Devon. That's what I'm uh, going to be doing my thinky topic on this week is Devon or Fritz or Strasbourg, probably not Strasbourg. I think it's Devon in every other place in South Australia. It's called Fritz Bung Fritz Bung Fritz. Uh, obviously German word, but it's uh, basically hot dog meat. What goes into them? Is it a myth or not? Is it really lips and arseholes? Who knows? But we're going to find out in our thinky topic this week. But before we do that, I just want to uh, read out some l- emails. Little emails. I've not read them all in um in what is it in huge depth, but uh, we're getting into it. This is from Nigel. Hey Sam, I thought you might find it amusing that you are now my first thought when I come up with a new password. The guidance from the Australian Signals Directorate is to use unpredictable words, and every one that I come up with, always I I always hear your voice. Past ones have been things like uh, beef stuffed pants, good one, like that. Gotta put on your beef pants, even just beef pants. That's enough. Beef pants ninety two. And what's the other one? Cheese line shoes. Well, that's um, a bit of a, uh, it's almost a semi Rod, uh, Rodney Dangerfield thing. So what Rodney Dangerfield used to do, because he was so bored with his act, he used to put a bit of salami in his shoe. Uh, so when it, which is disgusting, but when he'd be walking around, he'd feel like squish. Beneath his heel, and he'd go, (laughs) because he'd think to himself, only I know that I've got salami in my shoe. So uh, yes, beef pants, I like that one, and cheese line shoes, or chaise longu, yeah. Thank you, Nigel. Um, Thank you, thank you very much. I'm glad that that reminds you of that, and thank you for listening to the pod. Um, This one's from Austin. Hi, Sam. Loving the pod. I'm not making this up, by the way. This is genuine. People seem to love this podcast, or like it. They might say love. I mean, you can be honest. Go, hey, Sam, I'm listening to the podcast. Or, hey, Sam, I heard the podcast. (laughs) Uh, I've been waiting and wanting to have a strange dream so I could send it in for you to interpret, but nothing so far. I think I'll eat a massive amount of aged cheese before bed one night uh, in the hopes of inducing a cheese dream. I don't know where the cheese dreams happen, but I think just a heavy meal will do that. Uh, this could also be an interesting topic for a deep dive. You're actually correct. Or a thinky. That is completely true. It could be a, an idea. Is it true? I should write this down. I don't have a bloody pen. Where's your pen, you prick? Here we go. I've got... Oh, this is the fattest marker in the world. Uh, cheese dreams. I'm just going to write this down. I'm going to post it. Cheese dreams. There you go. Um, yeah, I'll look into that another time. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, cheers from Austin. See you in Adelaide. Thanks. I'll see you in Adelaide. Um, Hey Sam, just dropping you a line to say, thanks for all the funnies. My partner and I often recite your funnies in everyday life and just wanted to let you know that one that makes a regular appearance is bread. Yeah. I know. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I know bread, bread. Yeah. I know bread. That's from bread shoes uh anyway the real reason for our contact is that i'm currently trying to sort out my hoarding oh i know this one hoarding treasures to help clear my mind she found an old ticket stub is what happened here um this was from paula and andy they yeah they found an old uh, ticket stub from my show and she was wondering whether to keep it or not chuck it chuck it what did i mention this last week feels familiar or maybe it's because i read it um thank you paula and andy um hi sam Hope you and Luna enjoy your elephant uh, cacciatore and your night nice at the zoo. Well, I've addressed that already. Um, that's from Katie, by the way. Katie. Uh, and you didn't catch the slow loris doing anything slowly or otherwise. No, because the experience was well, not good. Anyway, I met you recently at the pool. I remember you. I remember you at the pool. We were in the shallow end. We had kids. Uh, I was also with my daughter. Yes, we are also pool sluts. Yes, we are pool sluts. Uh, we've seen you a few times, uh, at there and the bowling club one Halloween when you were dressed as a summer Bay high school girl. Yes, it's true. I often get dressed as a summer, a summer Bay girl. Um, my husband Jay was so jealous that I'd spoken to our sillies and funny hero. Anyway, just say hello in future. Just come up and say hello. Um, anyway, I was out for a run while listening to your podcast in my ear and lo and behold, you walked out of the front of your house in front of me. Oh, I do live on the corner of those streets. Yes I do. Uh oh that's so funny. Uh, that's that's hilarious. So you were listening to the podcast and running and you bumped into me. That's rare. That's a rarity, caddy. Is it katie or catty? caddy? Katie. Caddy Um from now from now on you are Caddy. Uh so thank you. Thank you, thank you. That's a lovely uh that's a lovely message, thank you. Uh, I don't know who this one's from, but it just says, good show on Saturday, mate. Well done. Oh, that's someone who's always, do you know what that is? It's because me printers run out of ink and there's no black in there. So I can't see who this is. This is from, where are you bastard? Oh, there's lots of stuff missing that didn't print. Look at all this, there's all this stuff that didn't print out because of my bloody, oh, Duncan Forrest. Thank you, Duncan. Hello Duncan, what's going on with you? Uh, Also, I had to chuck in there, which didn't print out. uh, What's your bloody name, you bastard? There's a guy, Waxy. uh, Borneo Dad, Borneo Dad, or Oh, Hosha. Thank you, Hosha. He said he wants to send me a wax carving. I don't know what that means. Um, Isn't that just a candle? You don't have to send me a candle, man. Don't send me a candle, just bloody, just be you. I'll see you, uh, I saw you in Leichhardt recently. That's good enough. We'll just say hello to each other. You don't have to bloody send me stuff. Uh, Borneo dad, Borneo dad. That's what he's written there. But um, no, I wrote that. Borneo dad. Oh no, he's dad. Lived in Borneo. That's right. Because I went into a. Uh, I was fascinated with Borneo last week, but it's since uh, subsided. I'm not. I'm not as interested. But he sent me some nice, uh, cool photos of an orangutan and a proboscis monkey, which is my one of my favourite types of monkey. Actually, I found it recently. The um, oh, is it Yukari monkey? I think if you look up Yukari monkey, I could just uh, check this really quickly for you right now. It's a red-faced, really ugly looking monkey from uh, Brazil. Is The literal translation is the English monkey, because it looks like a fat Englishman who's drunk too much. I'm pretty sure it's a Yukari monkey, let me know, Yukari monkey, yes, Yukari monkey, I'm right. Yeah, it does. It looks like a, um, a bloated Englishman. With a red face who's quite racist um even though he's uh, going off to an irish themed pub to have himself a belgian beer and get a curry on the way home you racist fuck! I, i'm just making now i'm just picking on ra- people who haven't even done anything racist anyway uh here's another one um this isn't a there's not enough information in this it's because it's not printed out properly it says this isn't a voice is that someone i know Oh, so that's my—that's uh, my lovely wife who uh, bullied me into a bagel this morning. Um, how long are you up there for, Roz? Well, you're gonna have to wait. Damn it! All right. So anyway, all the uh, footsteps you can hear above me right now—that's. Uh, it's the love of my life because yeah, the, uh, the podcast recording studio basement is uh, just below the bloody kitchen. See this? I See what happens? I lose my confidence when she walks in because she always goes, Oh, that was shit, wasn't it? Oh, that show you did was shit. Anyway, uh, here we go. It says, this isn't a voice note or dream interpretation. It's just a lovely email to make you feel smiley. I've seen you a few times. I think you're terrific. That's nice. There was one time maybe two years ago at Melbourne's Malthouse Outdoor Theatre. You lost your voice. You were there for that. At the time, I thought it was part of the show. No, it wasn't. It was really, really scary. Um, anyway, I've had some struggles with alcohol and mental health issues. Oh, dude. Who put your name here? Joel. Um, I won't read that out because it's all the personal stuff. But um, oh, that's really, really, really lovely. Um, speaking of dogs, I recently did a study to see if yawns are contagious to dogs in the same way it is to humans. It's not. <laughs> I like that you did the study on that. That's very, very funny. I'm trying to uh, get my own podcast going. It's been difficult because I have an Italian man called Santo involved. (laughs) And I don't think he's the right person. Oh, that's funny. Also, my Jack Russell Terrier keeps uh, getting intestinal worms. So I'm running him to the vet quite often. That's really, really funny. That's a, I mean, look, I like that. Um, Look, do get the podcast going with an Italian man called Santo. I think he is the right person. A few weeks ago, you asked if there was anybody who would like to go live with you. If you're interested, I'd love to. I have my own gear. Good on you. I will do that. This is from Joel. Slightly balding. Average looking. Size 48 foot. I don't even know what that means. Train driver. Um, oh, that's a bloody great message, Joel. Thank you very much. Okay. This is another message here from Warwick. Uh, hi, Sam. Had a weird dream this morning. Me and my family were house hunting and bought a house next to a playground from my childhood. Uh, in the dream, not from real life. It was an old rundown house with lots of tents and caravans on it. As we moved in and the owner moved out, all these people started moving out of their tents and caravans and also out of the house. Turned out he'd been running a hostel caravan park. As we wandered through the property, there were more and more people, hundreds, and some of them were wearing bright coloured, glittery wizard's clothes. Alright, you've just moved into a cult, buddy, that's what's happened. Um, which, for some reason, it was important for us not to let them take but they were very persistent about trying to get away with their wizard clothing or stashing the items to come back later and get them. Also, there was a great Dane uh, who had been there and we used to play with, uh, through the fence when we were kids. He's now old, sore and grumpy. Not sure what it means, that's your childhood. Um, that is your childhood, so I have a feeling you were molested by a wizard. Um, in a loud, in a loud wizard-like outfit, when you're a when you're a child, and he lured you with a dog through a fence. So you're walking along, and you're like, "Oh, look at that! That lovely dog there. It's a Great Dane." And it wasn't a Great Dane. It was just a normal-sized dog. But as an adult, um, you've dreamt that it was a Great Dane, but it was actually a regular-sized dog. But to you, you had to make the dog bigger and turn it into a Great Dane to accommodate the fact that you've grown older and you're adult size, so you had a comparatively sized dog that was a Great Dane as an adult. Does that make sense? Um, anyway, he lured you in. Um, you don't know this, but as a boy, you were that you were. Yeah, you were um, basically something happened to you. I don't know how he molested you, but it was maybe just with noodles. The two minute noodle. He invited you in and said, do you want some two minute noodles? And you were like, yep, fair enough. And you don't know what happened. Uh, they were drug noodles. And uh, yeah. So anyway, I think what you should do is go back to your um, childhood stomping ground and confront that wizard. Confront the wizard and say, what did you do to me? And when that man comes out and he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. You go, All right, I'll, I'll leave you alone now. Um, there you go, Warwick. So that should make complete sense for you. This is from Gary. Um, hi, Sam. Glad to hear you're rebuilding your emotional strength and things are looking up. Pandemics suck. Yeah, I mean, look, it, look, it was alcohol, really. Um, and the pand- yes, the pand- pandemic definitely made me spiral into that. Now, this is a, an email I get often, actually. Uh, I'd like to own a copy of Problems. Um, I don't. Even, there's not even a digital version or a DVD. Um, and it appears to be on ABC occasionally. I think it's on iTunes. Just so you know. So it's in Apple. I don't think you can get a DVD though, but it's definitely somewhere in Apple. So yeah, check it out and see whether you can find it there, but you can't get a hard copy. I don't even have a hard copy. There is no hard copy. There's no DVDs because DVDs were pretty much on the out back then. So they're gone. Um, so it's going to have to be a digital one. I don't even have it on a USB stick to be honest with you. It's gone. Um, okay. Well, hey, I'm gonna come back in a minute. We're doing Devon. See, see it, touch it, touch it. taste, taste it. it, smell it. The Sam Simmons experience. Okay, so I'm about to ruin um, Devon for you. Basically hot dogs. So Devon is a sausage. Um, it's also known as Fritz. Uh, it's a very, it's really um, popular in South Australia. It's Fritz and sauce. So I don't know whether Devon and sauce is a thing outside of South Australia, but Fritz is uh, anyway, so it's meat, including pork, which sounds really, really dubious. So it's a typical commercial preparation. List a major ingredient as meat, including pork. It's usually composed of several types of pork. What does that mean? Basic spices and a binder. Oh, you know, that's just going to be... That, I mean, that'd just be something like um, like a wheat product or something. It's considered to be a cheap meat product. Well, definitely. And is sold in the deli section of supermarkets. Uh, it's usually served in a sandwich with tomato sauce and can be fried in slices. Disgusting. Devilman Clance classed as luncheon meat in the UK or a cold cut. So it's cold cuts in the US. I thought cold cuts was any cold meat. So, oh here we go, so the terminology, it is known as luncheon or Belgium meat in New Zealand. polony. so it's polony in Western Australia. It's Devon in Victoria, Tasmania, Queensland, New South Wales and the ACT and Fritz, good on you South Australia, they're the winners, oh, uh, Fritz in South Australia and also in Queensland as the Windsor Sausage. <laughs> Ah, I love that. Or a Bologna sandwich. Hang on, what's this? Originally known in some parts of Australia as a German sausage, this name fell out of favour during the World War I, of course, when Australia was at war with Germany. Veal German is another facsimile. It's similar in appearance and taste to the Bologna sausage or, and the cooked pork sausage known in Australia as Berliner. Though similar in usage and in appearance, South Australians maintain that Devon is in not fact related to the South Australian Bung Fritz which is manufactured using a process and recipe entirely unique to South Australia, particularly the use of the sheep's appendix, known as the bung, where the bung Fritz gets its name. Goodness me, sheep's appendix. Uh, may also be referred to as strass, from the word Strasbourg, though this term is usually associated with another type of processed meat characterized by a waxy red skin and fat mottled, chunkier texture. How gross. How bloody gross is that, huh? Uh, do you know what's really annoying here though? I've bloody recorded over my end bit. Oh no, I hope I can find my little jingly bit. That's annoying. Anyway, we'll continue on. Uh, hot dog. Uh, so hot dog is a dish consisting of grilled, steamed or boiled, boiled sausage served in a stilt. Um, oh no, in a slit of a partially sliced bun. Don't say slit. Uh, the term hot dog can refer to the sausage itself. The sausage is used as a wiener, a Vienna sausage or a wiener sausage or Frankfurter. But what's in it? What's in the fucking sausage? Let us know. No, what's in the sausage? Sausage Trimmings and fat. Here we go. Trimmings and fat, flavours such as salt, garlic and paprika, preservatives, seat and typically sodium. I mean, there's more in there than that, isn't there? I mean, they do say lips and arseholes and all that type of stuff, but I, you know... how 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 much can we really trust uh all i will say is that my sausages in bread which are not any of that stuff will be um a much healthier option i don't know who's going to supply but i'm hoping it is organic and it's going to be absolutely delicious and a little bit um i guess uh, not not guilt-free because um someone some animal was slaughtered for it but um, hopefully in a nicely humane way. I am trying to do it the best way I can, even though it may cost me a little bit more and cost you more. My sausage partner um, wanted to charge 10 bucks a sausage and bread. And I was like, nah. So I'm going 7 bucks because uh, of costs and all that type of stuff. Which still feels a bloody bit expensive. But there's love in it. Might have to go down to 5 bucks. I feel. I just feel it's wrong. In fact, that's going to bloody open up the emails. Send me in an email right now, samnichesquiche at gmail.com, on what price you think I should make the sausage and bread. Should it be $5 or $7? I'm not going to $10 in any way. What do you reckon? Should, could I get away with $7 or is it wrong? Do you reckon I should split the middle and make it 6 bucks? That sounds right. Although it might be hard to try and convince my, um, my my business partner on this. He is a business partner, I guess. He's me sausage brother. He's me sausage man. we're we're just a couple of sausage men we're just a couple of sausage men and anyway i will be back with you next week i will be recording the podcast visually so you'll be able to see what i'm doing hopefully it won't be as warm as it is today anyway if you are enjoying the rest of your day enjoy it if you're enjoying it because it's uh i don't know because a whole lot of people landed 253 years ago whenever it was 36 years ago then you know whatever Um, If you're here for Invasion Day, then get out there and bloody protest away. I saw that someone chopped down a statue of Captain Cook Cook, uh, in St Kilda. And the only thing that was on the news was that there's some Aboriginal elder or someone high up in the Aboriginal community, the Indigenous community, said, oh, that's not right. I don't agree with it. And that made the news. It's like, well, fucking no. There'd be a whole lot of white people being angry about it as well. Why do you have to lend point to that guy who's angry about it because he happens to be indigenous. We're all just people. Doesn't get, who gives a shit? It's vandalism. I get it. But vandalism, I guess, for the right cause, if you're really into that kind of thing. and That's what vandalism's about. What do you want? Some bloody kind and courteous vandalism? If you're going to vandalise, vandalise well. Um, anyway, have a wonderful week. I love you. Sorry about the lateness of the podcast. I adore you and I love you. Thanks for supporting me on Patreon. Thanks for sending in the emails. Please keep them coming. I love it. I love it when you send them. Um, and take care of yourself. And if you are, bloody shut up. If you are going to be petty, bloody continue being petty like me. All right, I love you. Bye.